course, the train comes. Well, good afternoon. I'm Rick Dancer, and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. Our sponsor today is Buck Sanitary Service, and it's perfect because Scott and Lisa Wells are very much into finding solutions to homelessness in our community. And they also, because the show's called The Buck Stops Here, the reason for that is the buck really does stop here with us, the people of Eugene. And so a couple of months ago, I was scouring around because I wanted to find I'm tired of the same old answers about homelessness and the same old comments and the same old stuff and nothing ever seems to get done. And so I was calling local service agencies and going, you guys, I want a story that is real. I want something that's really happening, not the same old song and dance uh, that you're going to tell me. and, And I want some answers. And every one of those agencies kept pointing me to some dude named Pastor Gabe. And I'm like, and I'm like, who in the world is Pastor Gabe? So I called up this Pastor Gabe, and he said, "Well, come down and see what I'm doing." And I came out to West Eleventh, uh, spent about two hours sitting in his office listening to him. And I went home to my wife, and I says, "Oh my gosh, finally somebody has an idea that involves humanity, accountability, responsibility, respect." And all those things that we keep touting and saying, but but Gabe's actually doing that. And actually, it's not Gabe that's doing it. It's the people who are homeless who are being shown their value and then are able to then show respect and the other things, too. We just took it. We're making it backwards in culture, don't you think? Yeah. I think we really are. So, Gabe, come over here. You're getting the shade so you can be there. This, this is my man. This is Gabe. Hello, everybody. So tell him your last name, just so you guys. Kiavich. It's a doozy. You need a whole Scrabble set to spell it, so I'll spare you, but it's a good old Polish last name that I uh, bring behind my front name. Hence the reason I just let him introduce himself. <laughs> Ashley, you're going to want to pay attention to this because I know you guys have a homeless issue in, in Roseburg, like most cities in Oregon. And Gabe, so tell people, can you start with the, the project at your church, kind of how this started? Yeah, so I spent most of my adult life as a professional logger, and that gave me a really unique tool belt, as you might suspect. But then got out of way of flipping the story, and I ended up in college, midlife, and then ended up being a pastor. Totally did not see that coming. But I uh, landed at a church at 18th and Chambers in West Eugene, Westside Christian Church, and just noticed after a short season leading there that there was a, a fair contingent of people homeless on the intersection same faces every day, same time. So I just went out one afternoon and just sat down on the street corner there and just said, hey, my name's Gabe. And they said, hey, my name's so-and-so. And we became friends. And then I just kept doing a relationship like you would do with anybody else in the whole wide world. Check in, say hi, how's it going? What are you doing? And then it pr- quickly became like good, meaningful relationships. And so my heart was like, hey, I've got a covered porch on the church. It's raining out. Why don't you guys spend the night on the church porch? And they did. And then that kind of grew and exploded a little bit. And then uh, it got to a point where the police were involved and they just said, hey, Gabe, we see what you're doing here. It's got value. We need the help in the community. We can't carry this whole load on ourselves. So let us support you. So we created this really unique pilot program where the guys were allowed to be on the church porch. They had to meet with me once a week for a check-in and it was just doing life together. What's going well in your life? What's going bad? How can I help you? How can you help me? And then we did something really fantastically, unexpectedly awesome. We started doing community service for two hours every Saturday in the intersection. This is a core group of homeless This is a core group of homeless guys that have been down the intersection, some of them for 15 years. And we were pressure washing storefronts. We did that 7-Eleven. We did, we cleaned up all the unofficial bathrooms. We did garbage patrol. We did those huge planter beds that make up that giant intersection. We did landscaping. And then once we were doing this on the regular, the businesses got engaged. 
And so Dairy Mart provided a porta potty for the guys, and Geico Insurance Agency would buy us all the supplies we needed for these landscaping projects. And before long, we all noticed as a community, business owners, homeowners, myself, the guys that live on the porch, there was there was a noticeable change in the neighborhood. Things were improving, and we just kept telling people that if we face the reality that these folks are in the season of life in this town. Let's work together proactively to make it as good as we possibly can for everybody. And I always tell everybody, including these folks that are experiencing homelessness that I work with and serve, it's not just about you. It's not just about me. It's not just about the businesses. It's about Eugene, period. We want to see the whole community flourish, everyone that's a part of it. U of O kids, students, business owners, people experiencing homelessness. But you realize you really have to start here to get that going. This is, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the, the very people we're really ignoring yeah, it's kind of like the catalyst that. Yeah. It, right? Yeah. The perfect example is we started doing these odd jobs on Saturdays and then a business owner came up to one of my uh, buddies less and they said, hey, we got some landscaping. We would like to hire you to do landscaping. He said, I'd love to help you. They, they she told him what the job was. And then she said, how much can I pay you? And he said, oh, I I can't take your money. And she's like, wait a minute. You, you could use the money. I know you could. I see you live on the church porch. And he said. I'm not here to earn money today. I'm here to show Eugene that we can be part of the neighborhood and we can make this place better. I'll talk about money when we get that accomplished. So this really is working and it's because you're giving value to people and responsibility. Yeah. So kind of my approach is, is I start with humanity. Hi, my name is. It's that simple. And then once you affirm humanity, you don't have to condone behavior to affirm humanity. And so you affirm humanity and then you have something in common. And then what I quickly do is, is I'm developing a relationship with someone. I look for the natural gifts, the natural skills, like what does this person have to give back to the greater good? And then I find somewhere for them to plug that in. And then you watch the self-worth rise. And when you, your self-worth rises, how much you care about your surroundings and your community rises with it. So the, you're now kind of like what I think is really funny is just you're just a, a dude who yeah. comes up with an idea. And, and it wasn't even an idea. It just was relationship. And it yeah, happened. Yeah. And now the Chamber of Commerce, uh, business leaders, folks are working with you. Tell people about that part. Yeah, so uh, we ended up selling that church building and we moved to the warehouse in West 11th. We started building tiny homes that we could give to folks experiencing homelessness. And then once that happened, businesses were becoming aware of what we were doing in West 11th. And I really started working with the RV campers out here. And then this flood of support came because no surprise, people saw this is proactive. This is in front of the curve. This is not reactionary. And so they, as successful business leaders, the first one on the board, that's that's how you build a business. You are, you are strategic. You get in front of the curve, pivot, adapt, and keep moving. And so they came in behind us and started giving us resources. And now we're working directly in partnership with businesses, the city of Eugene, the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and we're creating little pilot programs all over town so we can start attacking this very dimensional prod, uh, problem or issue from all the different angles. And the businesses are coming to you now. And so this, tell them what this is right here. We're, we're out in West Eugene, and I'm just going to leave it at that because yeah. I think that's, but what, um, this is like a brand new. This yeah, is, you guys, so this, this is, is cutting a very, edge. This is real, real time. So uh, for those that aren't aware, in the West half of Eugene, the industrial areas, there's a lot of folks living in their RVs on streets. The streets are not designed for this, so it's creating all sorts of unintended consequences. Shipping trucks can't get in and out, and the businesses are struggling, and so it's my heart and desire to help them as well. So what I do is I introduce myself and create relationships with all these RV campers, and then I find ones that make a good family unit, 10 or 12 RVs. They know each other. They work well together, and then when it's time for them to, they're in a spot that's not safe, 
I work with the city and the business owners and I find a strip of road that's not a traffic concern so much and it has, none of these are perfect, but this is like a best case scenario that we can find. And then we move together to that location. We provide services, so dumpsters and porta potties. I sign a good neighbor agreement with the folks living in the RVs. I do outreach with the business owners. I create like a extended family on site. And then I'm here on the regular working with these folks. And then like here at this location is the first one we've tried this at. It's going fairly well. Uh, all startups have a little bumps and bruises along the way. <laughs> and we just keep on moving. Uh, logger uh, in me just doesn't stop. And now, like this Saturday, we're going to get a 30-yard dumpster and we're going to do one of those work parties like we were doing at 18th and Chambers. All these folks are going to work with me. We're going to clean the street up, get it back to where it's looking pretty, all up and down the sides. And then we're going to maintain it. And then once we can get more long-term sustainable solutions on board, these folks can relocate to those. But until then, this is just the best way to handle it that I can think of anyway. So, and, and the future, the hope is maybe some businesses to get together, offer some land yep. and you guys, cause, because what businesses understand in Eugene is that they're not heartless and they understand no. this is a problem that's not going away. And they're trying to work together with you guys yeah. to get this going. Yeah. I think what we are we're in an era right now, for whatever reason, I'm kind of a, a point person in this is we're recognizing that we can't leave this, the solutions to this issue just to the civic entity. It can't just be the city. It can't just be the county. We've got to work with the private sector too and create dynamic partnership and synergy to really get in front of this thing. And they, they see that. So there's talks for uh, acquiring land and creating a bigger hub of operations that these sort of things would spoke on to. And then we're already we're already a month or two months into our safer together business model where if a business owner has uh, part of their parking lot or a fenced in yard that's part of their business where they would like some enhanced eyes and ears security, then they work with me. I find the right uh, person living in an RV or a Conestoga hut. We move them out of the property. We create the same sort of good neighbor agreement. And then they have a safe place to live. And then they provide off hours, eyes and ears, security enhancement for that business owner. And it just seems to be a great partnership. And the ones we have in place are working really well. Uh, it's very exciting. So the RV street camps, the business, to, the safer together business model, and then the bigger land holdings. And then we're building the tiny homes at the warehouse. We're trying to put together the full circle right here, the whole pathway that I'm very hopeful a year from now, this town's going to look a lot different than it does now. You love these people, huh? Oh man. Uh, people ask me all the time or they make comments. Oh, thank you, Gabe, for your service. Really appreciate it. And, and it's good to hear those things, but I'm always quick to really say like, I would have never guessed this in a million years. I'm the winner. I am the big take home winner in this because of the amazing humans I've gotten to know, I've gotten to love on, they've loved on me. I've had some beautiful meeting or just conversations with folks going through some real serious heavy trauma. And when you present yourself as someone who's willing to sit in the midst of pain and suffering and just be present, people really respond to that well. And you really, I mean, it's just like, logging when you're in a dangerous situation or military camaraderie develops very quickly because of the nature of the situation it's the same out here and so i've developed some really close friends folks i would you know i go to the ends of the earth for and i know i have no doubt for little resources that they possess if i was ever in need i would not lack for friends that would come to my aid well and when i read the bible isn't that kind of what jesus did and said to do was yeah kind of there's a lot around. of <laughs> he kind of crawled around <laughs> yeah yeah people, so you know? i i was just encouraging a pastor the other day who's in a you know traditional church model world which in north america is is struggling to survive on a lot of fronts and he was just commiserating on that reality and said friend all you got to do is a very simple thing get up in the morning put your sandals on 
put your better on your back, throw some gospel in your pockets and hit the streets, man. Go and just, it. just go live it, share it, receive it. It's a two way thing. Like the gospel is active and living. It's not like just a give thing. It's, it's a give take thing. And, and it's there for anybody. So I receive it from all these folks just as much as I give it. So let's walk this way. Yeah. So tell me, tell me what is the key? Is it, I mean, is it the value that you give people? You know it's I mean? the value we give each other. It's presenting, you know, just because of the nature of this situation, so many of these folks are put in the category of other or even untouchable. And once you break through that veil and you just realize that we're both the same, we're both humans, we're both doing the best we can, uh, it creates value both ways. And then we can work together and get things accomplished. It's a team, right? We're creating family. Hey, team. man, how are you? So that's been I'm good, the, man. the key to success with a lot of these things we've been working on. Hey, JJ, how we doing, brother? Good. Uh, just by way of updates, um, I don't know that the dumpster will arrive tomorrow, even as you might suspect, a lot of these service utilities are behind and don't have a lot of things. So right. if we can't get an extra dumpster and we can't get the 30-yarder tomorrow, then um, I'll at least bring my truck on Sunday and we'll just load up loads in my truck and I'll take it to the dump. But oh, otherwise, uh, Mike's got his uh, double. Yeah, we can use that too. So. But so far, the response today from your guys' efforts to help keep it tidy, uh, I didn't get any complaints today, really. So that was great. So, yeah, that's a step in the right direction, obviously. And, um, yeah, I think we just keep on keeping on. And I, I'm pretty confident now that we have the cones in and the stickers up, uh, we can clearly define who we are and that we're working together to do the right thing. And so I think we're good from here. We just maintain. All right, no problem. Yeah. Could you talk to me, JJ? Sure, yeah. Okay. Come here, man. Turn this way so we got the sun in your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm a dancer. You're Rick live. Dancer, yeah. Um, on, just on so you know. The, the TV, right? Huh? The TV? Well, it's on the internet. Okay, that's close. Close enough yeah. here. It looks like you're on TV, <laughs> right? Thing. All right. So like what's your story? No wanted sign anymore. No. What's up with that? Because <laughs> I'm not wanted okay. anymore. <laughs> now I'm just here on, just out of pure obnoxiousness. So how has this helped you, what you guys are doing? Um. Well, it's created a, a, an ad, well, having an advocate is one thing, but then also having a, uh, Unified effort um, up front, uh, a collective bar bargaining almost um, with the city is helping and saying that we we get you don't like some of the things that are the byproducts of this. We also don't like that. We don't want piles of garbage. We don't want the beautiful city we're going to get uh, ruined. There's, we don't want uh, people coming running through emerging our stuff and taking what they want. And we don't like getting pushed around. Um, and we wanted to try and say hey, that there are some of us that will take the personal responsibility of, of our space um, as we would if we were in a home or apartment or a castle. Has this um, given you more value? I think so. I think it's uh, maybe recognized us more, uh, given us uh, a chance to um, get treated as almost equals, <laughs> funny enough to say. Uh, but yeah, this is definitely good. Yeah, well, cause, are you equal to me? I mean, not with that hair. <laughs> God, you're awesome. <laughs> That was beautiful. But you were just people, right? Absolutely. Yep. You know, and some people out here, if they had a million dollars, they'd still live the same way. Um, and, you know, vice versa on the other side of the coin. And we just want to say that we are people that, you know, are want to be responsible for our space and are trying to figure out what our space is. Can I ask Can I ask you a question? Sure, absolutely. How did you get here? Um, I, uh, funny enough, I actually uh, worked in radio here in town. Um, I almost a 10 year career in it. Uh, so I was radio DJs, always out of work, you know, you do have a radio. Voice, oh, that, so you know. Thanks. You got the TV face <laughs> and hair. Don't forget that hair. Um, I uh, started a project with a friend, uh, that had me going to California and then uh, coming back, uh, then, then COVID came. Um, and because our, our project, uh, based itself on a lot of uh, people going out and 
being social and going to concerts primarily, um, that was a real standstill for a long time. Uh, and I think it kind of still is. We're just kind of getting back to that. So I kind of weathered the storm here in Eugene. I have been here for several years and having a support base and a, you know, friends already that I could come back and kind of weather out the COVID storm until we got back to normal life, if that's ever going to be a thing. Um, and now here I still kind of am as we wake into this uh, post-COVID era. So, JJ, what do you think people don't understand about folks in your guys' position? Um, we are, we're not all the same. I think the biggest thing is, well, there's Oh, some, you're human beings. Right. They're separate. They're, they're, yeah. yeah, no, right. Oh, my God. Um, we, uh, we, wa- we, so we don't want to be here. Uh, actually, I think everyone would trade it all in. Uh, there's things out of our control sometimes that have uh, bearing on it more powerfully than we know. Um, and that, you know, we want to progress and make our lives better, too. We just need a little space and, you know, the, the ability to do something. Right. Somebody came on here. You're, you're now in the profound list. All right. Megan came on and said, trying to figure out where our place is. There is so much to that statement. Because you know what? That's the thing, JJ. I'm 62 and I'm still trying to figure out where my place is. So I, you're probably not that different. I would say on the, the centerfold is where your face is, right? I mean, 62 and looking that good, man, I got to I gotta work on it. Each body 2020. 2022. Yeah. You're going to be the next calendar model? Absolutely. I'm January. Well, you're already, I could I could say because nobody sees down below, he's already naked. So, Absolutely, you know. yeah. Most of the time. So no. It's hot out here. Yeah, yeah it's hot out here. You know, hey, I, I, I got an excuse. JJ, thanks for talking to me. Absolutely wonderful talking to you. Yeah, it was nice meeting you, man. Oh, that's too good. So when you look at that, behind us if i can get my camera in the right place there you go you see hope oh yeah tons of hope absolutely and that this whole operation if it has a fuel it's hope and how are you i'm sorry somebody's gonna smile at me i'm gonna interrupt our conversation <laughs> and smile back. plus that is one hell of a beard you got there man <laughs> yeah i'm jealous jealous I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting started but yeah hope is super critical and it shows up in the most unlikely places at the most unlikely times. I've been in these situations where I've uh, met people like JJ and others that are even more harder circumstances. And once you, once you affirm humanity, impart value, show them where they can contribute back to the community and be an v- asset to the greater good, then the stories start to come out. And, and JJ shared a little bit, and then you get more and more, and you start to understand like what these folks have been through and what their life is really like. And then you see that they're still fighting, they're still trying, they're still working hard at trying to get it all figured out just like anybody is. And the hope just starts to really rise and bubble out of it. And I package that stuff and pack it around because it's so valuable. Oh, I bet you get so lifted up at the end of the day. Oh, man, it's And not because you feel, I think some people go, oh, I feel so bad. They're not asking you to feel bad for them. They're just asking to give them some space. No, that was one of the first lessons I learned at the 18th and Chambers where all this started was I had that sort of misunderstanding that we couldn't be, you know, in a co-equal friendship or relationship because I had a house and they didn't. And one day someone, one of the guys pulled me aside and he said, Gabe, we can sense a little awkwardness. Let it go, bro. Like you got a house. We don't, that's not a thing. We're still buddies and that's not a factor in our friendship. And it was just a really good lesson for me. And since then I, I have, I've spent so much time working in this, you know, reality and trying to create solutions and help the city out as a whole. And I, your eyes change. You see things differently. And now you, there's obviously a, like an appearance difference. But besides that, like you just noted with JJ, like these are my buddies. Just flipping me shit. Yeah. And, and yeah. <laughs> and they tease me and they give me time. Uh, these, oh, it's great. And, and that's healthy and that's normal and natural. 
And I don't think you could perpetuate any solutions in any situation, especially one of this magnitude, unless you lead with relationship. And I think that's fundamentally why for so long we struggle with the, the city and the county leading the solutions, because as a civic entity, just the way it's built, it can't lead with relationship. And so lo and behold, when, when we start to do solutions that lead with relationship, we're getting different results and they're good. Yeah. They're good. So tell people how they get a hold of you, a number or what people can do, a website number. And you guys, would some one of you guys write this in the comment section for people, because I see a lot of you coming on going, hey, Rick, get me his number. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have time. I have other things I'm doing. So tell him a number and then you guys yeah, write it down so, for me. So I, I, I have a cell phone. I'm going to give it to you. It's 541-206-0427. And I tell everybody the same thing when I hand that number out freely to the whole community. If you call me at 3 a.m., I'm going to assume you're not wanting to talk about the ducks and you got a real problem. So I'm going to answer the phone and we're going to figure it out together. And if you'd like to email me, it's pastorgabep at outlook.com. And I'm, I'd love to connect if you want to know more, if you'd like to come out. One of the things I do for folks is they want to engage and really understand this better from the street level is I am happy to do tours where I drive around and show folks come to some of the sites, introduce you to some of my friends, show you some of the things we do, show you kind of how I operate myself in these situations. Happy to do that. Talk Turkey. And if um, you want to see the place, the warehouse where they're making these little houses, they're not even, I wouldn't even call them a conistoke. These are houses. Yeah, they're beautiful. And, oh and I God. work with another guy named Gabe. So two Gabe's in the story and Gabe Castile, he does beautiful work. It's a spot house because it fits inside a parking spot, but it's built with housing materials and housing style. It's got a little porch and light on it. And there's a significant difference between me handing you keys to an emergency shelter or a hut and me handing you keys to your home. And that's, there's a fundamental difference there. Tell them about the interns too. You have an intern working there, right? Yeah, so we, we're we trying to grow this as a community-wide initiative and bringing, we believe uh, one of our DNA strands in our story is radical collaboration. We believe that's key to success. So one of the things we do is we work with different workforce uh, opportunities in the community. So Connected Link County is a program that works with recently graduated high school students who would just like a little bit of help getting a job, their first job and learning how to be an employee. And so we've got one of those folks, uh, students or just recently graduated kids at our warehouse. She's learning how to build tiny homes and she's learning how to be an employee. And then this program helps pay for her wage. And then she's a part of our team. And it's just a beautiful way to sew more and more of the story together. Layers like a big, fat, beautiful Eugene onion. So do you feel, how long have you been a pastor? Uh, almost two years. So do you feel like this is really what pastoring is supposed to be? This, for me, this is exactly what it's supposed to be. When I, I was always a little uncomfortable with that moniker just because of logging for so long and came to the church and faith in Jesus in a very a non-traditional way. So that title always made a little uncomfortable. Down here in the streets of Eugene, working with everyday people, all this collaboration with business leaders, I like being a pastor on the street. It feels right. It feels good. And I get to dole out the gospel and faith and hope and nuggets of joy uh, just right out of my pocket, right into people's hands. And that's, to me, just the best way to do it. So you should contact um, Buck Sanitary Service. Um, Scott and Lisa Weld are the sponsors of our show. Yeah. They have shower units. They have all kinds of stuff, and they do a lot of stuff to help people. Yeah, I would love to work with them. Absolutely. Yeah, we're looking. We look for any... Any partnership, we, we don't turn anybody away. I believe that even if someone comes into the story and I'm like, well, it's really cool to meet you, but I don't know where you fit. I find a place to hold them because I know if they came into the story, 
there's going to be a place for them. Uh oh. <laughs> yes, yes, that, Rick. We'll that, find was, you a place. that was my warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I'm fair. Not stupid. I'm, well, I'm not the smartest guy, but I can. I do. I take a hit. I know. God's smacking me on the back of the head. <laughs> Boom. Oh, there you go. So, thanks again. Yeah, no, thank you. And anybody who uh, is watching and is really interested, interested in this and would like to know more and reaching out, that's super appreciated. Uh, it takes an entire city to lift up an entire city. And I really look at these efforts. You could call it Pastor Gabe's deal. You call it whatever you want. But really it is finally for the first time in many, many years, if not forever in this arc of the story here in Eugene, we're lifting it up together as an entire city across sectors, city, county, business leaders, nonprofits, faith, and just regular folks who live here are just helping out. And I think that's how it gets done. We lift it up together. So people are saying goosebumps, Pastor Gabe, how do we pray for you? Um, accidentally put the last digits on. Oh, okay, just get the digits right and we'll be good. Um, and others willing to help. So yeah, thanks for doing what you're doing. Yeah. I, I, after we met that time, I just was so excited. I've been really thrilled to do this today. Because um, there's a whole bunch, every one of those RVs back there, there's a story of somebody's life in there. And just like all of us, they have hardship. Yeah. And yet they also have joy. Yeah. And they have purpose and meaning and value. Yeah. And we just have to find ways to give that to them. Yeah. And how do you, let me ask you this before I go, how do you keep, because just like any community, there are bad elements that yeah. try to come in and, and do stuff. So you, yeah. how do you keep that out? So I do it interestingly enough with relationship. So I tell people all the time, I will help literally anybody, but how I help people is fundamentally different based on where they're at in their story. So if someone's in their story where they're struggling with, really hard drugs and crime and they're just loose cannon, I'll still love on and help them, but that's gonna be in a separate way, in a separate place than these folks who aren't experiencing those kind of things. And so that- It's just like any family. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you don't gotta, kick your brother out because he's AWOL or being but, way off the rails. Sometimes the prodigal son has to go yeah, away yeah. and come back later. But then I follow them and I say, let's go over here together. Let's you and me work together in your life over here and I'm working with them over here. And then the goal is, hey, if we can work together and I can help you restore some of the pieces of your story, then you'll then it will work great for you to be in a more community-based setting with these folks. And so relationship every single time. Gabe, thanks, man. No, thank you, guys. Thank you, Rick. It's been awesome. What a treat and a pleasure and an honor. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you bet. So there you go, guys. Uh, there, uh, an idea. Uh, I think I'm, I can call it a solution because it's my show and I'll do what I want to do. But I, um, I think what uh, Gabe's doing and what these people, I, you know, and that's the whole thing. I think we have to remember. Yeah, Gabe is a catalyst. But every one of these people in those RVs behind us, they're choosing to be part of this and they're choosing to clean up their area. They're choosing to, you know, live lives and, and with value and, and, and be a part of a community. They want to be part of Eugene and Springfield. And so by them being here and straightening things up, that's what they're showing us. So we have to now step up and do the same thing. Also want to thank all those businesses out there that are working with Gabe, uh, the Chamber of Commerce. Um, I think people are finally so tired of the mess that's been created. And we're half responsible for that mess too because we haven't done the right things all the time. So now that we know what something is that can work, we can all be a part of that whole thing. I also want to Scott, thank Scott and Lisa Weld at Buck Sanitary Service. You guys, if our sponsors don't, you know, they, they, I, I, I got to represent them. So if you got to do business, 
you know, your business. Uh, Scott and them have a porta potty for you. I like I say all the time. I understand if you're at a football game and you got to pee, you're not going to wait for a Bucks porta potty. But if you're having an event, you have something going on. If you guys would give them some love, that just helps us to bring you stories like this that show all kinds of love. All right, tomorrow night, we have a special show, 4.30, redistricting in Oregon. We're talking to someone uh, from the legislature who's on the committee. They're looking at this. You guys, I know it sounds boring, but redistricting Oregon is the single most important thing that can happen this year. And tomorrow night, you will find out more about what, how that works and why. And the last time to testify is on Monday. So we're going to have a show tomorrow to kind of tell you what that's all about. But it's super important. Please don't just not tune in because it sounds like, oh, it's a legislature thing. This is a fairness thing. And you need to tune in to find that. And then on Monday, I have a story an uh, aunt wrote me and a little girl. Um, she can't speak. We'll find out more about it. She has a really debilitating illness. And... Um, there's a dog that is trained that she could have that could give her some life. She doesn't speak, um, but they're doing a fundraiser. And so I couldn't resist. And I called one of my clients. I said, can we put her on? And so the family started crying and Monday they're going to be on and we're going to meet this uh, young lady and find out why it's so important that she have this dog. So see, we really can change the world one puppy at a time. I'm Rick Dancer. Have a great night. And remember, that is what hope looks like right there.